Welcome, everyone, to the Icon Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined, as always, by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? I am not Brian Thornton. I am a pale comparison of what Brian Thornton normally is. <laughs> He's half the man he used to be. Half the man. But you know what? I appreciate your dedication uh. even coming here when you don't feel well. So, uh, <laughs> listener, <laughs> listeners, get, get, like, send us a little get well soon message for Brian. I, you know, hopefully, he'll be over by the time you listen to this, but you know, we could always use the love. He could have the SARS. Could have I hopefully, the SARS. I hopefully do not have the SARS. From a remote location, Brian Thornton with the SARS. I'm standing here with Brian Thornton. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start off this episode with just the, the thing that pains me the most, but it's, it's the biggest thing that we all have to talk about. Wreck-It Ralph breaks the internet. Wreck-It Ralph 2 has an official trailer. They push back this movie. I I was ready to get slapped in the face. I think this month in March. Is see, uh, see if this sounds familiar. <laughs> Not yet? No? Not yet, but it will. <laughs> but it will. Oh, they didn't push this back. So Yes, they it did. It was always slated for November. No, it was supposed to be earlier. No, I don't believe you. I had a countdown on our website, and uh, yes, it was. it's off. I, I changed it. Supposed to be earlier. Let me give you some context for those of you playing the home game. Uh, back in 2012, uh, uh, Brian and I were, were working together, and Record Ralph came out, and I, we both enjoyed the movie. Uh, but I didn't think it did as well as uh, as as Disney expected to monetarily. So I looked this man square in the eyes, and with whatever brain cells were left in my head, go, you know, what? I don't think they're going to make a Record Ralph two. And me being a smart person said they absolutely <laughs> knowing will. Disney, even if it knowing, gets even if it gets a, a padded VHS box and gets stuck right on the shelf. So and the, and the way way movies work, I have knowledge. So me just being now a, a belligerent uh, dumb a salty ass, bastard, salty just going, bastard. you you've insulted me, so I, I you what you if, if they do, you can slap me. And I'm thinking, yeah, good call, woo. Uh, no, very very dumb, very dumb. I will be getting slapped in the face. This November, I got to find something where you guys can make another slap bet (laughs) (laughs) so that like so that it yeah, so that it either goes CJ takes Brian's slap from him or Brian gets two, not double or nothing. Right, right, right. Okay, not not that you get get the satisfaction of slapping, like taking the slap. I get it, but I could also then just get slapped twice. Yeah, that would be glorious. Okay, listeners, you have some homework, love, some 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 ideas for this. Uh, listen, the the trailer looks great. I mean, it looks it looks hilarious, looks funny. It it's everything I want it to be. I have a very strange relationship with this movie now because I really want to see it, but at the same time, I kind of hope it just dies. How is it somewhere. everything you wanted it to be? You didn't want there to be a sequel. No, I didn't. I I wanted there to be. I didn't think they were going. To, again, I was I was an idiot. I was wrong. Yeah, but were? here's but here's the deal. We're gonna make we're gonna make an event out of this. We're gonna make a deal out of this. We're gonna make a night out of it. Uh, if you go to our Patreon page, patreoncom slash that kind of nerd, you can donate to the cause, which is the slap event, detailing what will happen. There, we could do T-shirts. We could try to do a live stream. It's all based on what we are able to do. Yeah, it's gonna so, start at a bar for sure. So, so there's gonna, there's uh, gonna be donate money so I can stick rocks in a glove. <laughs> so uh, a couple of likes here and there will help us with setting a goal to, to do something for you, the fans. Come to it. Our our ultimate goal is we want to do a screening of the movie with you, the fans. Uh, so uh, if you're interested in that and, of course, getting to see me get slapped in the face extremely hard by Brian, uh, go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Link is in the show notes. Donate to that and we can uh, we can all make that a reality. Brian, I'm buying you a stack of cinder blocks to practice. <laughs> yes. <on. laughs> in in trailer news that did not make me upset at all, but we with Glee was a uh, Fahrenheit 451 has an official 
uh, teaser now. Michael B. Jordan looks freaking amazing in this movie. I, I, I am so psyched. I just reread the book not too long ago. What, what did you guys think about the trailer, though, now that we got some footage? Uh, so I agree that Michael B. Jordan looks cool. Um, I'm not like I'm not sold on him. This this screams like equilibrium to me, and I don't I don't see him in that sort of role. So I think he can be good, but what really, really, really gives me pause at this point is Michael Shannon. Like that dude is not a big movie guy. No, but he is. Cre- this is HBO. He's so, I mean, creepy. He's, yeah. And he's an HBO alum. He's done a lot of things I, on HBO. I, I get it. I, I do. He's great in what he does. I know. I just. Mm, I liked him as Zod. Like, right. I, think, I liked him in Boardwalk I, Empire. I, I get it. I think he is. He brings this down a level. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I think it could be good. Right, right. I just think maybe a different a different actor than in your opinion. In my opinion. I mean, the chief is a crazy guy. Brian, what, what do you think about the, the footage of what we've seen? No, yeah, the, the, the teaser looked good. I mean, but my first thought after watching the teaser was, man, Michael B. Jordan is really into burning stuff lately. <laughs> <laughs> burning stuff in Black Oof. Panther. Burning the heart-shaped plants. He freaking he burned himself in Fantastic Four, both in the movie and in his career. I mean, oh. it's just he's into burning things. I don't know if I want Michael B. Jordan to be the sponsor for Forest Fires anytime soon. Well, only only you can prevent sure. forest fires. Right. And if Michael B. Jordan's there, he's just gonna burn it all. <laughs> I cannot prevent Michael B. Jordan. You're saying you won't be able to prevent that, is what you're no, saying. No, no, I can't stop Michael B. Jordan. He's too damn charismatic. Michael B. Jordan goes to go camping and Smokey the Bear's like, ooh, could you not? Could you please? Don't do that. That'd be no, great. Every, here's here's, here's here. interesting. Every time we see Michael B. Jordan in a movie, it doesn't even matter if she knows it's coming, right? If Laura sees Michael B. Jordan on the screen, she immediately goes, Wallace was too young to die. Where's Wallace? Wa- I was just watching. Wallace was too young to die. <laughs> I was just watching Parenthood with, with Jenny on Hulu, which, by the way, I highly recommend. It's a great show. Uh, but Michael B. Jordan's in there. And the whole time he comes on screen, I just go, where's Wallace? Where's Wallace? And if you don't get that reference, you need to watch <laughs> The Wire. And you see, like, 14-year-old Michael B. Jordan doing, doing He was good. so like, good. Oh, such a great role. Uh, highly did he burn things in the wire? Did he burn the wire? He didn't. <laughs> he did not. No? But this, uh, this movie... So was... his love for burning really did not start there. We need to trace this back. Where did Michael B. Jordan burn his first thing? <laughs> the fire did not rise. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> can't, can't, I can't. I wish I could. No, 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 I'm not... <laughs> I like the fact that they've also updated a little bit of the Fahrenheit 441 to include the internet and to include some, some more modern things. And I mean, a lot of How it... How does one burn the internet? You... Yes, burn the servers. I guess you're I mean, people who printed things out from the internet? internet. I don't know. They said burn the internet of old. I, I don't know. I know you can break the internet. That's what Record Ralph just did. But I don't know how to burn the. You internet. stab. Yeah, and I, and every I will break your face with a <laughs> screwdriver. So speaking of fire, uh, this is, I'm, I'm reaching for this segue. So let it happen. Wow, this segue is really... a flaming hot Cheetos movie is coming, and it actually sounds pretty good. To, I'm, I'm wait not... to you. I think it sounds good. It, I think it, this is an interesting it's a, concept. It's a nice story. It's a nice story. I don't know if I can watch an hour, 40 minute movie of it. It's this isn't, you know what this isn't? This isn't the founder starring Michael Keaton. No, this is the pursuit of happiness. It's not even that. I mean, oh, wait, we're talking, do we think Michael Keaton might be the guy with the flaming hot Cheetos? Cause I can get behind that. 
No, it's no, it's, it's someone no. from Hispanic descent because that's who the actual guy was. Hey, no, hey, hey, hey! You saying you saying Michael well, Keaton can't play a dude CJ. dressed as a dude playing another dude? <laughs> right, it's true. If you if you don't know the story behind Flaming Hot Cheetos, it was a, a janitor at the facility was uh he he, he I should actually you know, like so a janitor, he was a janitor at Frito Lay and yes. he would take like a lot of the like the uh, defects on, the defects the the defects and he would put. Hot sauce. The on unsauced, them. the unpowdered Cheetos, the plain Cheetos. Right. And he would put hot sauce on them and eat them, and he's like, "This is a really great idea." Well, it wasn't just hot sauce. To- no, he made like a concoction. Act. Yeah, it's like chili spice. It's, it's stuff that's based off of. Um, uh, there's a, a Mexican street food that listen, is, guys, a, listen up, flaming hot Cheetos. I'm not a chef. Do, I mean, do you eat flaming hot Cheetos? I, I've never actually had them. I'm going Holy to now because well, I heard they're very hot. They, this, no, they're my absolute favorite thing in the. They're good. Like, that's I, what I'm saying. I don't like. I don't like. Every time somebody has a bag, I'm like, "Girl, you know I cannot have French fries." <laughs> but flaming hot Cheetos are amazing. When I was when I was quite a bit younger, and it was okay to eat flaming hot Cheetos at 2 a.m. I would eat flaming hot Cheetos at 2 a.m. Right. They are fantastic. Everyone should eat flaming hot Cheetos. So I mean, this guy got kicked up the corporate ladder and and is now in charge of uh, I think marketing or or whatever He's an it is. Executive for Frito Lay, yeah, which is amazing. And now when it comes to the movie, though, when you're hearing all this, you're like, all right, this sounds like a heartwarming story. The uh the the screenwriter of October Sky is the one that is in charge of of writing this movie. Happened to like October Sky. It's also a pretty pretty good biopic. Uh, so I, I'm on board for this. I think that you got the right pedigree already, right there. I think you got the story. I think you just need to make sure that the right people are. Are there and they're they're on their way. I just want to be Pena. on record. I want to be on record saying I love flaming hot Cheetos. And if anyone can take anything away from this podcast, it's that I love flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> but right. I'm not sure about a flaming hot Cheetos movie. We but see. I do I do love the product. You know, what's great? You're, you're smart enough to not go, you want that? This movie's going to be terrible. Slap it like an idiot. That's I am sitting right here. <laughs> no. So I appreciate you at least. Right. Right. Because I'll be mind. the asshole weeping in the theater and then knowing I'm going to get slapped. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So the last bit of uh, movie news, uh, movie and TV news is uh, the movie The Rocketeer. I, I have a love-hate relationship with the movie Rocketeer. It was like one of my favorite movies as a kid. I don't think there's a cooler helmet in existence besides The Rocketeer's helmet. Uh, the movie is fantastic, and now Disney Junior is going to be rebooting the ser- the series as a animated uh, show. Uh, but they are doing a little bit of a, a twist on it too. They're now including a a young female uh, Rocketeer. So I'd love to hear your experience with the the Rocketeer the movie, and what do you think of this as a series? Let's uh, let's start with Josh. Uh, we should probably start with Brian. I have neither seen the movie nor understand your helmet reference. So let's let's hear what Brian has to say. The helmet is awesome, Josh. And I'm glad I'm glad that you kicked things over to me. Thank you so much. No, I loved The Rocketeer growing up. This was a, a great movie. Timothy Dalton was the villain and he was, you know, before he became a joke. And Jennifer Connelly was, you know, in it. And I can't remember the guy who played the Rocketeer. Yeah, that's kind of the problem with the the guy who played. Um he's been in other stuff since. He was in um 4400, which I watched. I just don't remember his name. But Billy dude, Campbell? Who? Billy Campbell? Yeah, that sounds right. Anyway. Okay. Um, I love this this movie growing up. It was, you know, mid-90s, very, you know, pulp uh 1950s super <clears throat> pulp 1950s superhero. 
I loved it. And it really was just a guy with a rocket on his back and a, and a gun, which was even cooler because then, you know, I could be the rocketeer. But anyway. He was um, fighting Nazis and stuff like that. Yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. You know, he, he was like, you know, fighting on blimps and stuff. And that stuff's always cool. If there's a blimp involved, it's always awesome. I don't know if you realize this. Blimps are cool. No um, ticket. What's that? I said no ticket. Okay, I don't get your reference. It's Indiana Jones. Indiana reference. Jones and the Last oh, Crusade. Last Crusade. Wow. This is like one of the most famous blimp scenes it's besides like the mine. only Humanity. blimp scene that comes to mind. Really? <laughs> yes. It's the only blimp scene that comes to mind for you? I think, I, I think of Archer. I think of <laughs> I think of Indiana Jones, and then I think of Oh God, the humanity. That's all I think about with blimps and and the Rocketeer. What's the Oh God, the humanity? The Hindenburg? Yeah. You know, oh well, the actual, yeah. the actual. I don't, I don't think of the actual Hindenburg. <laughs> Hindenburg. When someone says blimp, I think I, of the Hindenburg. I, I, the, I don't think gonna, of disaster. I was going to cut lie. that out, but it's totally stated. The Hindenburg has never crossed my mind. Okay, ever. so let's get back to the Rocketeer. On, on is it anim- So what do you think about this now? Animated now, on Disney Junior. I was about Junior. to get to it. <laughs> it's yeah. True. Yeah. See, that's what you get when I edit. Um, no, I. I mean, I'm not so sure about. Disney Junior, because I don't like Disney Junior, but it depends. It depends. I gotta see. Disney Junior is like Sprout Plus. I don't know what Sprout They're hit and is. Miss. Sprout's like a baby channel. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I just I don't know. I I mean, we'll see. I gotta see a trailer. I gotta see you know animation. I gotta see it in action. So what they're um, saying is that is targeting kids between ages two and seven. It will feature two okay, eleven I'm, minute I'm stories. Now, Per episode, it'll have the original song and debuting sometime in 2019. Uh, CJ, I don't know if you know it's this, gonna but be I like, am not, it's gonna be I'm like not Dora. between the ages of two it's and gonna seven. It's going to be Dora with a jetpack. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, it's going to be probably right. It's going to be Dora Can with a jetpack. Can you show us where the Nazis are? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Can someone show me how where the gum is so my rocket doesn't blow up? <laughs> Good um, Lord. Yeah. I, Baby Groot trying to find I the was, button. Every I was open episode. to this until you said they're marketing it for, to ages yeah, two and seven. Me too, no, and no. I'm kind of hoping that's that's wrong. I don't know. It's probably not for ages twelve to seventeen, so <laughs> we shall see. But uh, no, I mean it, it's interesting. And Josh, I, I, you know, I could tell you to go see the Rocketeer, but I don't, I don't think it holds up. I think it's one of those movies that if you saw it and you have the nostalgia feel for it, you'll love it. But if you've never it, seen when, it, when did it, when did it come out? Nineteen ninety one. Ninety one. Okay. Oh, it, it holds I, well, up. I probably should have seen it, but I didn't. Yeah. It holds up. I don't know. CJ, I, shut your horn out. I'm not going to see it. Okay, then. Well, let's get on to some big news, and it's surrounding the world of comics, how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but right now, how it's affecting the entire world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. Uh, so listen, let's let's just, let's just talk about it. Robert Downey Jr. and Marvel decided to have a little bit of a, a tweet exchange. And we are now moving the uh, Marvel's Infinity War up from May fourth uh, to April twenty seventh. I mean, we just we just moved the the movie up in the U.S. A, a whole week. It's a smart move. I think it's done to avoid spoilers. I think because well, it was being done internationally on the twenty seventh already, and the U.S. was getting it a week later. I think they're just wor- worried about everybody spoiling the movie. I don't. I don't think that's what it is at all. Well, I have another. When's the last time you got a movie spoiled for you because of overseas well, that, market? They're not moving it because it's it's force day and whatnot. So, what, what's your theory? My theory? Yeah. My theory is that Disney now uh, has a large stake in Fox, and May eighteenth, Deadpool comes out, and they don't want any 
Deadpool box office taking away from the Avengers box office. Right, two weeks, there's people are still you going move to it theater. up a week. You got a solid two and a half, three weeks of box office performance for Avengers, and then you can make your Deadpool money. Yep. The other thing that uh, I, I thought as well was, uh, as we've seen in the trailer, a lot of uh, Infinity War takes place in Wakanda. So I'm thinking if they're moving it up, it's closer to a little bit of Black Panther being a lot of people's minds, trying to pull in some of those audiences who probably would not have seen a lot of comic book movies and pull yeah. them in to, to see it. Knowing, hey, Black Panther's heavily featured, and that movie is, I mean, over, right now I think over $800 million uh, and it's run. I mean, that movie is right now unstoppable. Yeah, I, I, I'm still like I'm, I'm, about, stop, to, I'm about to about to see it a third time. Like I, I want to see it again. Yo, text me. We'll, we'll see it together. <laughs> right. So this is this is great. The the the, the Twitter exchange goes like this: uh, Marvel Studios on a scale from one to infinity. How excited are you to see Infinity War on May 14th? Oh, I'm sorry, May 4th. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Any chance I can see it earlier? Anything for you, Mr. Stark? How's April 27th? Great. With friends? Yeah, you mean like Chris Evans, Chadwick Boseman, the, the list goes on. Uh, no, the entire world? That's a fantastic idea. Well done. And then they've moved it up. So, you know, it's it's just a little Twitter exchange done with Robert Downey Jr. I think that's I think that's clever enough to, to get the word out. I think they should move it up to tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right now, beam it into my eyeballs. Just make right. it happen. Right. All right, the, the next bit of news, it was uh, Brian, when I text Brian about this topic and I asked some people out on, on Facebook for their feedback about it. And Brian had a way different reaction than I did. And, I, and I'm very curious to hear where you fall in this, Josh. James Gunn uh, went on Twitter and kind of set the record straight with Groot and said that Groot died and baby Groot is his son. To which I, my wife and a slew of people on Facebook go, what, 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 really? No, this is so sad. Brian gave me the how did you not know this? So how 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 did you fall on this news, Josh? It kind of made sense. I didn't have any issue with it. And when you look at how Baby Groot interacts with the entire cast, it all falls in line. So I yeah, I didn't feel any kind of way about it. Now, Brian, why was this just so clear to you? And how did all of us miss this? Like, just what about this? Did, did he had we no not memories? Get? He was a teen, I, like a. Teen, I don't know how any of you missed it. Like he had no memories. Angsty teenagers. Like, I, if he look, if he was Groot, he would have total recall. So he's a baby. He couldn't express any of that. Like, I like man, I didn't see him. No, it did. You can't like. Expressing it's one thing, but having no recollection of things that you knew in the past, that's a different thing. Like, he had different relationships with the characters. That's not the same person. Like, that was very apparent from the beginning of the movie that the relationships were different. Uh, Brian, am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. That's why I'm, I was sitting there being like, why is it? Because CJ's not the only person who texted me this news. I got a couple texts being like, what? How? And I'm like, how? How did you think it wasn't, guys? Like, when I'm when confused. you like when you tear a tree out of the ground and destroy it, it can't just regrow on its own. Like that right there was the analogy that someone gave to me that like finally like made it okay in my brain. Not the no memories thing, not the different personality. I'm like, well, I mean, you're you're starting over from zero, so yeah, you're gonna be different. You know, kind of like Doctor Who, like kind of thing. But then someone's like, think of a plant, dude. You, yeah, you uproot I, a plant and you transplant it into a different pot of soil. It's a different plant. And I'm like, oh shit, that makes and it would be it would no, be like a sun. No, off. that's not at all. If you transplant the plant, it's the same plant. No, no like if you if you, you like cut off a piece of it and. Maybe transplants are wrong. I don't know. No, it's still the same thing. If you look, 
if you take seeds from an existing plant and you plant them, but then that original plant, you you get Michael B. Jordan to burn it. <laughs> right? That that new the the seeds you planted will grow into a new plant. The old plant, Michael B. Jordan burned it. So right. it's it's gone. It, and, it he did. He and gone. it was analogies like that that made it okay. So look, okay look, in look my brain. here's here's where I'm at with it. Like honestly, it was it was very clear to me that this was a different personality. Now that said, it doesn't mean that it's any less Groot. See, seedlings essentially become what you know what I mean. Where they came from, like the 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 plant world is 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 pretty straightforward. They're not human beings. They don't develop differently. They just grow into what they came from. So a tree is always going to be a tree is always going to be a tree. It's going to be the same thing, right? But maybe with slightly different relationships, which is, when you think about it, brilliant on Marvel's part because you can have Groot be something different in each iteration and he can always come back. Right. That's amazing. Yep. Brian? I'm actually surprised real quick before Brian comes in. You, not only did you show off your amazing turtle knowledge the other week, I didn't know you were a botanist either. The, I mean, the, the the depth that you have in knowledge is is just overwhelming. This I, is some, some I, fantastic tree knowledge. I understand the basics of life, and I know that things can't be different. Than- I, listen, I, I just learned something new about you every week. It's, it's amazing. I love it. Brian? I, I agree with Josh. <laughs> That's always that's always the right thing to say. <laughs> well, I agree with Josh because when in I, doubt, I said all these I things. I agree with Josh. That's that's that, that I, I should get that tattooed on me somewhere. Okay. Well, listen, I, I didn't know a couple other people didn't know. Josh has a great analogy. All makes sense. I don't think it's just a couple other people because this was big enough to make news. It was yeah. It was actual. It was news. it was a lot of people. I felt didn't much better about myself connection. being being dumb than than I did when I first started off. Oh, I'm not over here saying that I had that assumption, but it didn't like right. It like just once someone said it, you're like, oh yeah, it makes sense. It makes total sense, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, last bit of cape talk comes down to to two things that are happening. There is a report coming out uh, by Fox saying that they are going to keep making their their comic book movies un- until they are not allowed to anymore, and that could be in the middle of a production of a movie. They're just going to keep going. They're not going to stop with their Marvel properties, and that leads into the fact that there may be a Silver Surfer movie in the works at Fox, and I think the last time we saw Silver Surfer with Fox was the second Fantastic Four. they did such a great job Four. with the rise of the oh, Silver Surfer so movie. Bad. Yeah, it was so bad. You, so... Know, you know what I loved? The way they handled Galactus. Fox, please stop. You know, I really liked, I really liked Silver Silver Surfer books when I was a kid. Like, I just, I liked reading them. I didn't have a large collection. I probably only have, you know, maybe thirty or forty of them. But I liked reading them. Yeah, because they're they're great and they're visually stunning. And you know, it's it's a space opera. It, it, it's it could be so good. Not with Fox, though. It was just awful. I was so disappointed, so disappointed with Fantastic Four 2 that I'm just, like, I'm so gun-shy about seeing another Silver Surfer Fantastic Four movie. I can't. I'm not sure. So uh, the the question comes to what could they do to make you feel better about it, or is there nothing they can do? They could wait till they're officially bought by Disney and let Marvel do it. (laughs) Is that and don't. Make try to make him into Doctor Manhattan. 
they have um they have one person attached to writing it. It's Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah, he's a comic book writer. He's actually really good comic Right, he helped make The Runaways, Why the Last Man, a couple other things as well. Uh, does that make you feel a little a little better that they actually put a comic book person in charge of doing The Silver Surfer? Because that's not an easy story to tell. No, it, it doesn't How make you feel... How is it not like, an easy story to tell? Because you need it, a lot of other people involved in it. it no, you don't. No, you okay, don't. You can do idiot. just purely Silver Surfer. But here, here's the thing. It doesn't make me feel any better that Brian King Vaughn is doing a treatment because it's going to get butchered. That's this true. is the way the movie industry works. They get some comic book writer. They're like, hey, comic book writer, write the write outline. The sc- Give us an idea of what the movie should be. And then they hire some screenwriter to go ahead and butcher the entire freaking thing. Right. So I like Brian K. Vaughn. Almost everything he's written, I've highly enjoyed. He actually had a run on Silver Surfer, if I recall correctly. That was really good. I don't believe that. I don't trust in Fox to not butcher it. Yeah, I agree with that. So basically, it comes down to because they're going to make it. I mean, they're they're going to do it. I mean that they. I'm they've... just hoping that you know we step the gas on the whole deal to go through, and Disney goes. <laughs> because the other parties we'll that were this. in in conversation to to buy them have stepped away, and they're onto a different acquisition. So it, it should be said that Disney is, is is going to make this happen. They just need to now do all the the regulatory stuff. So uh, yeah, I agree with you, man. I'm okay with them even putting this into production, and then if Disney comes in and goes, hey, you. And and yanks it out of production. I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, and if something was working, steal what was working and throw out the rest. And also, get, they, fix they the wouldn't Fantastic be stealing Club. it because they they bought them. Yeah, too <laughs> they, they, they would just be saying, own it. "I own this. Ours. This is mine." <laughs> Look, at, I think this is mine now. Look. Flag planted. <laughs> it's like that comic where he's like, "Hey, I make these," and then like they take them away. He's like, "Hey, I made something." It's like. <laughs> I licked them. They're mine now. You can't have them claimed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you also know, I love to go on the internet. I like to find the weird. I like to find the obscure. And then I ask for a tech perspective. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, it's a sick tech perspective jingle. It is a sick tech perspective. It's at like a 35% tech perspective. It's sad. Brian and Josh, every time I get on the internet, I, I look for I look for the next Foldy Mate. I look for something that could possibly we fill the gap. We do love the Foldy Mate. The Foldy Mate's amazing. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, by the Why way. Why do I not have a Foldy Mate yet? Foldy Mate on this show is, is, is it should it's be like its back own. back from like episode 10. should be its own own damn host. The Foldy Mate is a wonderful uh, te- technological feat where you take clothes, feed it into this machine. It will steam and fold your clothes for you. I brought it up on the show thinking these two guys are going to find this utterly ridiculous and this is stupid, to which they said, this is the greatest thing in the world. Why the hell don't I have one of these? Now, I have to ask a question. Do any of you have one yet? Not yet. Okay. This should be a I little... I live in an apartment. They don't come outfitted with... This should be Foldy a mates little were not more... made available for me yet. This should be a little more available. It's called the, the IVAC, and that's E-Y-E-V-A-C. Dumb name, but hear me out. So this is a, you mean like the O'Neaters? Yes, the O'Neaters. This is a motion sensing motion. This is a motion sensitive vacuum that sucks up whatever debris you put in front of it. So you're sweeping up the kitchen. You have one central spot. You usually put all the dust. No one likes dust pans at all because they're only eighty two percent efficient. And you just put there's it right always in front. that fucking line. There's always oh, that one line. It doesn't matter. Line. You know how that, much I sweep. You know that 83% of statistics are made up on the spot? That's exactly what I heard, but I only heard 52%. Is that mm. is that accurate? Could be. 
80% of the time it works 77 all the percent of people believe them. Just That's so. true. So anyway, so you put this thing right in front of it. You, no more lines, right? It even has a, some air filtration inside of it. So Isn't this if, what a Roomba is? Well, no, 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 no. See, a Roomba just sort of moseys around the room and cleans shit up. This requires me to pick up a fucking broom, which I'm <laughs> never going to do. Does it? And act yes, and That's sweep stupid. shit like this is not something new. Like barbershops, I am, I am barbershops have had this technology for for a decade and a half, long time. Yes, like, I am ashamed that CJ put this in the same sentence as the Foldy Mate. Then it's not like it's not. Not only is it not new, it's not innovative, and it requires me to work. Why would I want this? The whole point of technology is so that it don't have to work. Yeah, do less and with and more. And Take your, back your time. Your your analogy of the Roomba, I have one problem with the Roomba. I also have a tiny, 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 basically toy dog who will occasionally, when she gets overly excited, just take a shit on the carpet because she hates my guts. And if I had a Roomba, that's going all over the floor of my apartment. Well, I got to tell you, man, a, a Roomba would keep the entire apartment clean. Yeah, get rid of the dog. Every, I would love get to. Get a Roomba. Like all, the, all the time, every day. And um, Home Depot sells shovels for like twenty dollars. <laughs> like that seems like an easy choice to me. What's your no, dog's name? No. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Daisy. Okay, get rid of the dog. Buy a Roomba. Name it Daisy. No there one will go. be the wiser. You can label Daisy. Like all the money you save in dog food and other jazz, you could buy a label maker and put the label Daisy on the Roomba. That way, right. the girls know to call the Roomba Daisy and treat it like a pet. Very true. Right, but it won't, you know what the Roomba won't do is take a shit on your carpet. That's that's, that's also very true. Uh, so the, the IVAC is uh, $109 if you are the person who is interested. You can also get a used one for 65 but like, don't don't get a used automatic dustpan. I, I think Who's you're already think using this shit? I don't know. <laughs> Who's already, wait, 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 this, this is so bad that people have bought it, used it, and have said no, and then put it back up for sale. <laughs> yeah, I got to put it on let go. You got it. No. God, CJ. Just, I'm, listen, I'm just, I'm just finding what I find on the internet and asking for your perspective on it. Yeah, perspective. Well, my perspective is perspective don't, given. Ever, don't ever segue with my wonderful foldy mate into a piece of garbage. <laughs> Brian, I believe you put this one into the uh, the show notes here. Did I? Did yes. I uh, the God of War and Twisted Metal director revealed that there was a scrapped Iron Man VR game, and apparently he's just selling memorabilia from his studio online willy-nilly. It's not online. Well, it's not willy-nilly. They're closing one of their offices, and that's where they are selling these, uh, these things out of. Um, it was also the office that was working on this Iron Man VR experience, which sounded amazing. So from what I read, it, not only would you put on the Sony VR and you would be like Tony Stark in the suit, but you would be able to talk to Jarvis via the mic and Jarvis would you know interact with you. You would also have the ability to have other people join you by playing other characters like Captain America and Hulk and things like that while you were Iron Man in the suit. This sounds amazing, and the whole the whole thing was he he just started releasing all this information because they're closing the office. Marvel had no idea they were making it. They were like, "Oh, yeah. we're going to tool around with this, and we're going to show it to Marvel to hopefully sell it to them." And now they're closing their studio, and it makes me sad. And I think someone should pick this up and do it. 
Yeah, I, I want to play. If if that were to be the game that would happen, I want it to be the the one level where Tony first learns how to fly, right? And he's hovering over the car, eighty percent, twenty percent. Yeah, that's like the tutorial. That's what I want. I just want that. I mean, that right there is worth the price of admission. I I would play that. Probably get sick, but I would totally play that josh i know that you are the guy who made your iphone a british series so you could think of it as jarvis and i i don't know where you kind of stand on the vr world like this but what do you think about this game maybe one day get into marvel's hands um i mean you said vr and i immediately stopped listening so there's i mean there's that and nope that's it that's the end of it uh, but Brian, what else from the studio closing uh, was interesting, or was it really just the the Iron Man stuff? Uh, just the Iron Man stuff. The fact that they're uh, they're pretty much auctioning off a lot of stuff out of their offices to uh, give away to charity and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what this means for the future of some of these uh, games because this is the studio that was always doing God of War and, and Twisted Metal, and the new God of War comes out like next month. So I'm assuming they're going to shift some of their major games over to their main office, but it's 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 just it's upsetting, CJ. It 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 it, it hurts my soul. Sorry, sorry, okay, sorry, sorry that I had to reopen those wounds. Yeah, seriously, my apologies. Well, moving a world, moving away from the world of VR and moving into AR, Sony is trying to cash in on Ghost on Pokemon Go success with Ghostbusters World, which is basically going to be Pokemon Go, but instead of you know Pokemon, it's 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 ghosts, and you you know try to why? I mean, why not? Why not? I'm actually excited for this. Yeah, why because not? at least I know with a Ghostbusters game, they're not going to promise that I'm going to be able to battle ghosts with other ghosts. Like, <laughs> no, you're just going to catch them. You just got to catch them. And like, I want to save the world from ghosts because I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Like, I, I just want to like every time I catch something, I want to hear did it, did it, did it. Like, as long yeah, as I cool. hear, yeah, as long as I hear the, the theme. Uh, why not just make that then your text message tone? Like, why do you need a whole separate like? I don't think anyone's going to... This is going to be the same thing with mobile games again. It's hot for three, six months. Yeah! And it's I'm okay with, I'm okay with this being yeah, hot for six months. Sure. This is fine. This is this all is good. Different. This Ghostbusters is different. Ghostbusters needs better than that. That's not no. true. We gave them a shitty movie, so yeah. we're good. Yeah, pretty shitty movie. Well, think of it. It's the same studio that did that shitty movie. I mean, who do you think they're going to feature? It's a game. I don't care. I don't think they're going to feature anybody because it's going to be you. I am the Ghostbuster. Yeah, I'm always Peter Venkman. There's no yeah, like- right. <laughs> Josh, there can't be two Venkmans. You have to change. I'm Venkman. <laughs> you're very clearly not as much Venkman as you're more Egon, I think. <laughs> and the Stranger Things reference goes, woo. No, it doesn't. Okay. I got it. I ignored it because I I would never dress like so this game is coming out for both Android and iOS this year. Uh, they were showing it off at the uh, the um, Mobile World Congress in uh, Barcelona, Spain. I, I I don't know, man. This isn't the same. This isn't Niantic. This isn't the same people that made Pokemon Go. This is going to be a forty thirty three Inc., which I've I've never heard of. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, my my problem is it's probably not going to be well done. And it's just going to be another black eye on the Ghostbusters franchise, like that terrible animated show that they did, which was complete garbage. And The real that. Ghostbusters? Yeah, that is awful. No, shut your whore mouth. The real Ghostbusters no, is No, terrible. I'm not having this debate with you whilst recording. In fact, I will slap you twice just for that. No, sir. 
you're you're so stupid sometimes. The real that Ghostbusters is, is a treasure. Oh god, it's awful. You're awful. I think we've now identified the age gap between the two of us where I I, I hated that. Yeah, two years. All right. I can't believe all right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the show where we take a look at a product, a topic, a movie, and we give it the third degree. Ladies and gentlemen, we call it the nerd degree. And we are looking today at something that maybe not new to a lot of you, but damn it, we need to discuss this. And that is the wonderful, weird, and the just odd ostrich pillow, which is the napping revolution pillow where you can nap anywhere by... Looking like an alien and just being dumb. Someone please describe this to those who don't know what the ostrich pillow is. Well, or, the original, like the ostrich pillow original is the, the one we're talking about? The original, the one with the hand things on the top. and um, It it looks like, the, it, wasn't there a show like Adventure Time or some shit where there was a guy with a thing on his head? Yes, yes. Kind of like, like, a, like a bear hat. It looks like that. Like, I think Laura saw this and she served it up. And I thought, this is fucking weird. They have people like they're they're pitching it to wear it in an office. So here it is. It's a big pillow. Huge. Takes over your head. Has a little cutout for just your nose and mouth. Uh So when you lay down on the desk, right now, the next question is, well, what do I do with my hands? Well, you I don't know what to do with my hands. You put them, of course. Right above your head and a little cutout for your hands. So you, this way you just lay your head on the net and you're yeah. in a napping position. They are telling people to take this onto a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. I would totally fucking buy this. Really? Because there's also three varieties of it or uh, multiple varieties. There's the ostrich pillow original. Right, which is the I gotta one tell that- you, I would love to be the fucking freak with the thing on the fucking head. <laughs> is so it like just everybody, converse- everybody around me going, "What is going on with this guy?" And all, right. I open my tray table and I take a nap. Like I would, this is it for the conversation or the functionality no. of the thing? Like you just want to nap. I, I, anyway. Look, I gotta tell you, man, I. I uh, I take a lot of long flights, and there's a lot of times where I end up opening the tray table and actually like just. Like it's a desk in high school, <laughs> just laying down on it, right? So, like, I've done that a bunch of times. And this is aw- not only is it awesome, but like, I, I take a red eye probably four times a year. And this would make a red eye way better. If I could just open up the tray table and lay down like I would in a bed, right. this is, yep, yep. They also have the ostrich pillow light, which is just essentially it, it, it goes over your it's almost like a sleeping mask, but it's 360. It just goes all the way around. Uh, then there's the the mini and the ostrich. God, I really wish I could explain how dumb the, the mini looks. The mini, you put it on your hand and then you, you cradle your, your head on your hand and it's got a little spot for your your thumb. So your hand doesn't get all sweaty. It's a glove. It's basically a glove. Yes, all it's right. a glove with a with a pillow put on the end of it. Uh, and then there's the the ostrich pillow go, which is which, just a neck pillow, which is just a neck pillow, right? That one's like, oh, that makes sense. But 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 here's it actually solves oh. the problems of a lot of neck pillows, which is one side is raised up, which means it's better for leaning, and that's smart. Like, I, look, guys, I look I, as someone who travels all the time, I got to tell you, sleep can come at a premium, and. Some of these, uh, look, the first one and the last one, I'm on board. Right. The ones in between. The Brian, you don't, particular. like, 
ne- neither one of you like travel all that much, so I might sound like a crazy person. Yes, I have never face planted anything to sleep. I'm I'm just confused. Like, so are you a back sleeper? I I I'm a back slash side sleeper, but more importantly, yeah, I'm a side slash face sleeper. <clears throat> I I just. How do you breathe? Like you're you're encouraging me to put my face down on the desk. Where? How? How do well, no, I? Breathe? I mean, your I've, hands. I've got the. I've got the your analogy. Hands get in there, and they and they do one of those bridge things that slightly yeah. elevates your head. Right. So you like you're your sleeping up. on a deck. Did you never sleep in high school? <laughs> I slept every day. I did sleep a lot in high school. I don't think Brian did. I, I, I Brian I was a not. student who cared about education. Uh, Brian, I slept every fucking day in theology and. Uh, that that sort of leaning forward on on both your hands there stacked up, that's that is one of the most comfortable positions I could be in. Absolutely. That is amazing. The, I, I found out the analogy to explain the ostrich pillow for those who haven't checked out the show notes already. You know the the stress toy that when you squeeze it, it's got like the thing that pops out of its ears, like it's a just like a, a just yeah, a head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it's exactly what it's shaped like. It, it's that weird. It, all right, so here's the thing though the the one that you like, the one with the the armrest, is a hundred dollars, Josh, ninety nine dollars. Yep. yep. And then the other one, just the neck pillow, sixty bucks. So I I've paid forty four dollars for a neck pillow <clears throat> in in an airport. So I know I understand the inflation there, but right. So 60 bucks for a neck pillow, if it really works, isn't out of the realm of possibility. for me. All right. So, I mean, every single week we use the exact same metric to, to, to rank our products. So I just, I, we got to talk about what we're going to rank this, this week. Um, well, I'm, I actually like this very much. So this is not, so in our standard, in our standard metrics of measurement, um, this is not getting upgraded to first class, but this is like you boarded a flight. And both the seats in your row are empty. That's what this, this to me is like. Uh, you've you've got your seat on the plane, and there's a, a small child behind you who decides to kick the seat a couple times. <laughs> but then you're told right before that everything's going down that that family's actually being upgraded to, to first class. So you're annoyed for a long time. But then you know the rest of it's pretty smooth. It's 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 okay at that point. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Uh, this, this is, uh, this is like, um, getting sat in between the rich Paris Hilton bitch with the little chihuahua in her purse and some guy with BO. I don't like this idea at all. This is dumb. Oh, so you really, that's, that's actually solid. Yeah. I don't like this. (laughs) Now, Josh, the, the main question I have for you is, will you pay a hundred dollars for the original ostrich pillow? Uh no, I mean I'm not gonna buy one, but you know it's cool. I've seen other ideas that are that are cool. I just I haven't bought. I just don't see how I can use this in my pop theater. (laughs) Because the pop theater requires me to be face up, but this requires me to be face down. And uh, yeah, I think for in Brian's perspective, the ostrich pillow people and the pop theater people need need to come together, and I want to see their joint product. I'll I'll watch that on Shark Tank. (laughs) Something I can put my face in, but also watch a movie. Right. That, again, could but probably sleep. get me decapitated if, if someone kicks me. But do it while I travel. <laughs> and have a spot for my hands. And be a pillow. And not have tent poles. I still don't understand why they had tent poles. Just well, the how you, up, how's you going to keep it up? The pop-up thing from, like, five below. Like, I don't understand. The how you weight don't of your phone would just come crashing down on your face. Figure it out. 
Figure it out. Figure it out. Don't be <laughs> sorry about it. Don't put polls in there. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as I say every week, this is not a one-way conversation. We need to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts on these topics, these products, whatever you've got. If you have an idea as well, let us know. You can always text us at 484-373-4119, or you can call that number. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at that kind of nerd. If you want to help the cause for me getting slapped in the face by Brian, but make which, it kind of a, make it kind of a night out, cause. which you probably should, uh, go to the show notes check out our patreon page help donate to that even five dollars that helps us out i definitely would love to to make this a great soiree i want to think did you just fucking say soiree i just said soiree five dollars is one more rock i can use to weigh my glove down <laughs> there you go i also want to thank you listener for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work thank you so much and we will see you all next week if you love comics and sci-fi and technology Television, video games, and fantasy. Well, take a listen to our show. I'm sure you'll see there's many points where we can agree. Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd. And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard. And that Josh Strange's new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, because you were that kind of nerd. Moving from the world of VR into no, the no. world of AR. <laughs> hey, you you stole my segue. Uh, yeah, well, I fucking know you. <laughs> so following up on the pop theater, just, 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 this is just wonderful. So whoever's in charge of the pop theater's uh, social media site apparently just doesn't give a shit. They just look for anyone who mentions pop theater. It's like, oh, thank you so much for mentioning our product. I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> so let me, let me give you what happened. I'm sorry. I got to get the tweet. So I put into our Twitter feed, we pulled no punches with our thoughts on at Pop Theater. Should you really pay money for this? To which the Pop Theater official account goes, hey, thanks for the feature. Now, why this is awful is because I put the quote that I said with, again, our standard unit of metric uh, for last week, which was, uh, this is worth a pile of wrappers after you eat a bag of Tootsie Rolls. Yep. So clearly not paying attention. To what was actually being said. So to those at Pop Theater, I'm going to give you another week of going, your product sucks. Just just want to make it clear this time. Absolute garbage.